Blog Talk Radio. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, hey. Live from the Larry King Memorial Studios, high atop IWS World Media Entertainment Headquarters, it's IWS Radio. Featuring Jamie Maple Leaf and IWS players, with special guest star, Schmoo. And now, straight from the bar, your hosts, Matt Man and J-Man. Mwah. Cheers, greetings, and welcome to IWS Radio. This is the Matt Man coming to you live from the Palatial Digs here in Bagwine, Ohio, and sitting next to me, as always, a man whose name will not appear in the dictionary because he refuses to be defined, the J-Man, bitches. There are many words that I could use to describe J-Man, but those words are not spoken publicly in a polite society. (laughs) No, they're not. And I appreciate it. Hola, and welcome, everybody. This is J-Man here in my luxurious studios in Redneckville, Arkansas. How you doing, Matt? Just fucking dandy! That's how I'm doing, J-Man. Wonderful. (laughs) Thought I'd start the show off on a high note. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, what's happening? Well, J-Man. How's your day gone? Uh, how's it gone? Oh, it's been fine. It's been at, it's been at the beer mine, J-Man, on a Sunday. Uh-huh. Yeah. A day that I... You know, normally, that you're not, normally you're not there on a Sunday. Yeah. No. No, normally I'm not. Had a little... <laughs> had a little change in the uh, staffing of the beer mine, and... We lost someone, and well, Matt Man's got to pick up the hours, so be working yeah. Thursday all day and Sunday all day as well now. Matt Man to the rescue. Yep. In fact, Jay Man, when I was looking through some of our audios, we haven't used this in a while, and it's quite relevant now, so here's the current situation. This is Beer Mine Beth for IWS Radio, telling you to make sure you wave when you go past the beer mine, because chances are, that man will be working there whenever you do. Have a good one. Yep. Yeah. Conveniently located at the corner of Elmore and Burnett Roads in Bagwine, Ohio. That's correct. Uh-huh. Stop by anytime. <laughs> Say hi to the Matt man. Yeah. You got me 54 hours a week for the for the near future. There you go. Like I said, man, going to have that Christmas money. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pretty excited about it. Yeah. You know what You know what else is exciting about it, J-Man? What? Like tonight, we, we close at 7 on Sunday, and you now Smoop works till 10, so I had to walk home in the dark. I like that part, walking home in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. Carrying my bag, a little that noises I put my, all around. 
Oh, yeah. And then yeah. I carry that black bag of mine, you know, so I can put my steel right. and my Molson and my rose, which I didn't get tonight, but carry that home with me. And just waiting for someone to think that's a bag full of money and roll <laughs> me for it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Take, mm-hmm. A few, take a few steps, stop, turn around real quick, just, to, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> yeah. I had a little bit of light on the way home tonight. Well, I had a little more, but it was cloudy, kind of a cloudy oh. day. Yes. So. Do you wear one of those uh, orange vests with the little reflectors on it? <laughs> I would, I'd probably still have one in the house from my ODOT days. Uh-huh. Yeah. Probably do. I ought to, I ought to get that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe carry a flashlight with one you. Of those yeah. Well, or get one of those, you know, those glow stick things, and you you make a necklace out of it and a bracelet, be all lit up. Right. Sure. Yeah. The, the shoes with the little lights in the back when you every step yeah. you take. So the criminals yeah. could see me coming as they're hidden behind the doorway of the doctor's office as I walk into the empty field. Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe you, maybe you should get a a bicycle. A bicycle. You yeah, you could well. ride your bike. Mm-hmm. Or you know what I'd like? Get a moped. Oh, yeah, baby. A mo- yeah, moped. Yeah. That would be great. I don't know where you'd yeah. park it. There well, I'd bring it up every night and put it in the in the bag wine digs, you know. <laughs> bring it up the, up the stairs. <laughs> yeah, drag it up the stairs. Yeah. Hey, why does it smell like gasoline and oil oil in this building? Eh, don't worry about it. <laughs> uh-huh. Park it over there next to uh, Nigel. I could park, yeah. Yep, put him right there in between the TV and Nigel. That looked good. And then every day when I, I wrote it, day, I'd write it. I'd write it down the steps. I'd fire it up in here and then ride it down. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So that's all that's really been weighing on my mind. Uh, funny thing is, you know, there's a couple people who are kind of happy about this situation. One of really? course is, yeah, believe it or not, J-Man, one is, I know you're sitting down. I hope you're sitting down because I know you'll be shocked. One drive-by Mike, he thinks this is great. Uh, yeah, he thinks it's pretty hilarious, doesn't he? Yeah, because it's all about him. He likes to come in on Monday morning and, you know, and go through the total, see that the drawers are pretty good and everything's where it should be. Doesn't have to worry about it while he's at home anymore. Doesn't have yeah. to worry about get the phone call, being bothered, bothered. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> then another person, although she says she's she's upset and feels bad for me, which is which is funny because I don't know if someone feels upset and bad for you, like Schmoop claims she does. Why did I hear this all week? <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, she's just trying to not make it worse. 
kind of make the best of it, make light of it. Right. Yeah, just trying to, you know, keep you keep your spirits up. Sure. Yeah. Trying to, you know, buck you up a little bit. Yeah. Come on, buckaroo. That's right. <laughs> then, you know, I work today, Sunday. It's a laid-back day, typically. Hell, it may as well have been a Friday today. Yeah, everyone's uh-huh. out and about. Because we've got nice weather up here in Bagwine, Ohio, right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. About 77 today. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, you got nice weather. The, the Buckeyes beat the, beat the, the Badgers. Badgers last night. People are happy. Sure. And then I got there this morning. This oh. kicked everything off. I'm already pissed off to be there. Ah, yesterday's drawer was short, a dollar sixty-four. Just gone. Sounds like a twenty-ounce soft bought. drink to me. Now it sounds to me like a Bud Ice, twenty-four ounce. No, whatever. Or a YooHoo. It could be a YooHoo. Who knows? Billy the <laughs> Kid was working last night, and you know I'm going to blame him. So, might as well. Sure. Uh, so it could have worked Sundays. You know, he could have said, well, "Oh, I'll work yeah, Sundays for you, man." Yeah, you know. Could have. He works two nights a week. He's got a full-time job. I mean, oh, you could have taken those other two nights, and he could work the Sundays. Yeah. That would be fair. <laughs> So I was up late last night getting ready for tonight's show because I knew I wouldn't have any. Yeah. 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 I had all day to get ready. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's great. Oh, good yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah, I got the yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I was enraged when I got home. I had all those files right there at the top where I could find them, J-Man, because I knew I was going to use them. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have to search for those. It's funny because I have this one right (laughs) I don't know why I thought I would need that. but. (laughs) So the beer mine pissed me off this week, and there was one highlight that I alluded to the other day on Twitter when we were chatting on Twitter. I don't know if it was Thursday. Well, no, it couldn't have been Thursday because I don't work on Thursday. Oh, wait. Yes, I do now. I forgot about that. So it probably was Thursday. (laughs) You know, Uh something happened with the white monster again, J-Man, that I brought up, what, a week ago? Mm -hmm. Another white monster incident. This guy came through. He's a black man, young black dude. He said, do you carry the white monster? I said, no, we we just carry the green and the absolute zero. You don't carry the white monster? I said, no. And he said, what, are you racist? There you go. That was the only <laughs> highlight of the week. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now, if somebody comes through and says, give me a Donald Trump, you get him a white monster, right? Oh, but you don't have it. <laughs> If we had him, I would, yes. Yeah. You say to him, sorry, no white monsters. Yes. So that was kind of amusing. Well, it's getting to be the time of year where you don't want to – it's getting to be that time of year where, you know, you don't want too many monsters around. No, you don't. 
And then one highlight today. <coughs> a friend of mine, he comes through almost every day. We call him the door boy because he will, he works on overhead doors, garage doors, all that. He bought me a steel uh-huh. reserve. Bought me a steel reserve. That was nice of him. Mm-hmm. Made it all worthwhile, hey. didn't he? No, it didn't, because that was early in the day, and my mood just got worse. (laughs) (laughs) This is the same guy who bought me four a couple weeks back. Well, he's a pretty generous fella. Yeah, he's a good guy. Shout out to Door Boy. Then I got invited to my... Brother Denny's 65th birthday party, which is next Saturday. When was that? It's oh, next, next Saturday. Saturday. It's yeah. coming Saturday. Saturday, 6 to 11. Yeah. yeah. P.M.? Party. Six, yeah, no, 6 a.m. to 11 a.m. There's <laughs> breakfast followed by cake and brunch, <laughs> J-Man. There you go. See, that's not a bad plan. A little birthday breakfast. <laughs> Uh-huh. Well, Party Marty called me last night to see if I was going. I said, no, I got to work till 4, and then Schmoop works 2 to 10. And Party Marty said, well, we could take you, and you can go. I said, well, no, and then that gives me no time to work on the show for for Sunday night, this coming Sunday. Oh, I think he's a little miffed that I am not attending my brother's 65th birthday party. Well, you know, unless you want uh, to. Wanted to, you know, work on the show on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday nights. I'll be working those days. Well, not Wednesday night. Well, right. See? <laughs> <laughs> you have early morning. You have the early morning and late night yeah, to work could, on it. <laughs> I could get up at four a.m. every day this week. Sure. Yeah. See. Sure. What the hell? Okay, that sounds really great, Jamie. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, but you know. Sure. So, you there you have it. That's what you're into. Yeah. And uh, so that's about it for me. How the hell are you, Jay? Man, how's your week been? Uh, fine. It went fine. You know, uh-huh. sister was in town. Got here on, oh, on yeah. uh, Tuesday. Then she, you know, spent a couple of days with uh, with her friends. A college roommate. And they went over to. Uh, Fall uh, Arts and Crafts Festival over there. Near, that sounds uh, exciting. Bentonville or Rogers or someplace like that, and went to mm-hmm. Rika Springs, mm-hmm. and uh, then she was back here Friday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Sure. Went home. Went home today. This morning, you know, she yeah, sure. she got up and had a little breakfast, and then she hit the road, and and it gave me all day to you know do stuff with the show. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? That's good. I'm glad, <laughs> glad you had a good time down there. I'm glad you guys had a good time with her. That's that's what's important. Yeah, yeah otherwise fairly quiet week. Not, really? Not too much happening. Mm-hmm. Still don't have a new neighbor. In fact, oh, the people behind me moved out. Oh, the people behind me moved out also. So oh. the one next to me and behind me, and I'm starting to take this shit personally, man. I was going to say, <laughs> I would too. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well. Oh well, we did have one little uh, incident on mm. Friday. Uh, somebody was knocking on the neighbor's door. The one who moved out. Oh, oh boy. And I was sitting there and I thought, well, you know, that's not going to do you any good. And then they knocked on my door. Uh-oh. So I answered the door and she asked me, the lady out there asked me if uh, I knew if neighbor was home or when she was home. I said, she's gone. Long gone. Been gone for a couple of weeks. And she goes, oh, she moved out. And I said, yeah, you could say that. <laughs> They moved her out. They, you, know, I said that, you know, they kicked the dudes, maintenance dudes hauled everything out of there. She goes, oh, wow, okay. And then she's like asking, do you know where she works? And I'm like, no, I don't. I don't know where she works or what she does or anything because I'm a terrible neighbor. <laughs> there you go. I, only, I knew her first name and that was it. And then finally the lady goes, well, uh, I was, we were just kind of, you know, looking for her. I'm with the repo company. We were, we were coming to get the Mustang. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's, anyway, she's in the wind. Did she take now, off? So. Did she take off with the Mustang? <laughs> no, the, yeah, the, the the neighbor when she left, she took off in her car. So, okay, she still well, had it, I guess. Her car, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hmm, very unfortunate. So, anyway, that was you know, that was the highlight of the week right there. Kind of surprised, you know, there had been cops over there like looking for her at this point. <laughs> How's crazy, crazy computer lady doing? Crazy computer lady's computer is dead. Is it really? Dead. It's very unfortunate. Um, she called on Friday morning, wanted me to come called over her there. Tech like, oh, guy. called her up. tech guy. Yeah. She called tech support and I uh, said, ah, the computer, it's a black screen with a little flashing uh, cursor in the upper left-hand corner. Ooh. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, you're, you're screwed. <laughs> and she says, well, I've done everything I know to do. And I'm like, yeah, well, of course you have. And uh, so I, I agreed. I thought maybe, you know, I keep telling her to, you know, turn it off. With the, the main power button, but she thinks closing the computer turns it off. And I can't convince yeah. her otherwise. So anyway, I went over there and we shut it down, started back up, and nope, it goes straight. To the, it just goes to the black screen, and that's it. Nothing. Hmm. I think somebody's hard drive has gone bye bye. That's very unfortunate. Yeah. So is that expensive? <laughs> Is that expensive? Yes. Yes, it is. And just get a new computer. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was like, look, you're on, you know, the computer didn't cost 300 so, yeah, just get a new one. Exactly. So anyway, that was, yeah, I forgot about that. That happened. And that's mostly it. God. We both had boring weeks. a slow week. Yeah. I know. It's kind of a routine fall week. It was kind of cool most of the week. 
getting hot again, though. It's going to be near 90 tomorrow. Yeah, we were up to like 76, 77 today. I think Tuesday, Monday, uh, 80, maybe Tuesday and Wednesday, right around 85. I'm going to have to turn the air on in October. That's ridiculous. What the hell? I bet you'll be working those days. Yeah, I'll be hot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I did have a funny story about the beer mine from yesterday. This chick, I don't see her as often as I used to because she's got two kids now. And uh, she's a big right winger, but I like her. She likes me. And uh hadn't seen her in a while. And she said, I bet you guys are having fun with Trump. I said, Oh, yeah, we're having fun with Trump. She knows about the radio show and all that. And I said, You know, I'm not voting for either of them. Well, that's good enough. I'm a deplorable one. I said, you're not actually voting for him. Oh, yeah, I am. Okay. So I got her stuff, gave her change, and she's got her two kids in the back. And So I gave her two suckers. And she said to me, because I'm kind of laughing, she said, I know you hate Trump. Should I be afraid to give these suckers to my kids? I said, no. I was laughing because I find it unseemly that a Trump supporter would accept a free handout. Mm-hmm. Somebody <laughs> just leveled the playing field. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <clears throat> you burned her. I did. There you yeah. go. That's it. Yeah, Trump's had a... Trump's had a I wouldn't call it a good week. No. no. <laughs> Very Trump-like week. But he has, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's, uh, he's had some he's had some interesting thoughts on Paul Ryan the last couple of days on Twitter and. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, and about uh, SNL. You got to attack them. Right. You got to attack a comedy show. Right. Tired and old show that needs to be taken off the air. I don't care who you are. I don't care what. I don't care what you think of Alec Baldwin. That boy is funny. Alec Baldwin. I know. I, I I hate myself for laughing and and actually liking him because I know what a scummy guy he is. But I know he's but very he's talented. Good. Yes, he is. He's really talented. Yeah. <clears throat> that Trump is awesome that he does. Yeah. All right then. I guess that's not. Let's check to see who's in the chat room here. Yeah, let's do that. All right. So you know, being in prime time and all, see if we got a different crowd. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> we have a crowd. We have some people. We have some guests in here. Yeah. A few guests. A fine out. looking chat room. Yeah. Yeah, guests, you know, they could, I guess, if they wanted to. There's there's a way that they could participate in the chat room rather than just, you know, sit there. Really? How could they, how could they do that, J-Man? Well, if you'd like to participate in the chat room, all you have to do is register at blogtalkradio.com. It's free, fast, and easy, just like your host. 
Facebook account. Yes. Be no problem. No, not at that all. That way you could share the show with everybody else. Yeah. Which we like. Unless, like you're, if, unless you're ashamed to be here. Mm-hmm. Well, we can understand that too. We can understand that. Very uh, as for the people who are willing to uh, put their name out there and actually let people know they're here. It's time. Who is in the IWS chat room? Brought to you by Heavenly Senses. We invite you to discover our line of home fragrances from around the world. Fill your home with our unique and delightful aromas. And make your home a heavenly palace. Visit heavenly-senses.com today. Get you some heavenly senses, people. So, in the chat room, we have our senior domestic correspondent, Mr. Bobby Kraft, is here. All right. Who is the man bringing the cheese throughout the land? Bobby. Right on. Who makes us feel better when he whips out his sharp cheddar? Bobby. What a monster He is the man with his curves and way in hand. Bobby! He's a bad mother. Shut your mouth. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know what's sad he, about he walks, that intro, J-Man? He walks down the street with that playing. You know. I bet he does. Oh, yeah. Made it his ringtone on his phone. Uh-huh. What's sad about that is every time it plays, I lip sync to it. Very unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> also in the chat room, our senior foreign correspondent, Mr. Guy on your dick, is here. Jai, Matt Man, Guy on your dick here, coming to you live. From the RWS Radio chat room. And now I'm tossing it back to you guys in the studio. We're going to hear from Guy later, aren't we? Yes, we are. All right. Because you know he is a, he's a wordsmith. He is a wordsmith. <laughs> so, definitely. Speaking of wordsmiths. <laughs> yes. Also in the chat room, a man uh, a few words, but they are brilliant words when he decides to speak. And when he speaks, you will listen. Or else. Mr. Jesse Ferg is here. Busting knuckles in the chat room. Hello. My name is Jesse Ferg. My name is Jesse Ferg, and I'm in the chat room. Rock 
Bergmeister. Hey, and a Bergman. The Ferg couldn't record for us um, for tonight's show. He's got a good reason. And um, let me know, Ferg, in the chat room if I can relay some of our conversation we had yesterday. <laughs> Not just because. <laughs> Also in the chat room, minding her own business, sitting in the corner, bothered by anyone, is our friend uh, Miss Sue C.M. And the Fergmeister says, sure, in the chat room. Yeah, we'll get to that here in a minute. Because also in the chat room, last but absolutely positively not least, is our Canadian Bureau Chief. How you doing, huh, baby? Mm-hmm. Eleven. Eleven on your scorecard, number one in your heart. It's Jamie Maple Leaf. Jamie Maple Leaf. Breezing naked neath the sheets. Jamie Maple Leaf. Your syrup runs so. Did you have to? Did you have to let it linger? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> the lovely Miss Maple Leaf. So, J-Man, back to the back to the Fergmeister. Sure. You know, I uh, I asked him when I got home yesterday. Uh, I said. Hey, would you like to record something for the show tomorrow night? You know, talk about how stupid Sweetest Day is or your favorite, least favorite words and all that. He said, sure, no problem. Then a little later, J-Man, I got this from Mm -hmm. him. I don't think I can do a recording today. Had to call the cops at the people across the street. Oh, my. Yeah. All we asked was him to, for him to turn down his music because Jesse's mom was just got out of the hospital and was trying to rest. And this guy said to the Ferg, not knowing who the hell he was dealing with, uh-huh. I'm from Chicago. I don't have to turn down anything. Ferg called the law. You think you can say, uh, uh, say that to the mayor of Marion, Ohio? I don't not get away with it. No. So they had to call the police because the dude threatened the Ferg. And he said, I'm a bit pissed at the moment, so I can't record. And I said, I could understand that. Being the understandable guy. Yeah. Yeah, I am. But then J-Man asked 
Oh, After although, I said that. Uh-oh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, so I let it go at that. Until about five minutes later, <laughs> the thoughtful guy went out the window, and I said to the Bergmeister, if you get shot tonight, could you call us tomorrow night from the hospital? <laughs> <laughs> because that's the kind of thoughtful guy I am, Damien. Sure. That would have been made that would have made for excellent radio. You know, that's the what I thought. Telling us about his ordeal or you hear the <laughs> going on like that, yeah. And most people would have taken offense at that, but not the fur, because he's a trooper. He right. typed in LOL. Sure. <laughs> uh-huh. But, you know, I, I mean, it's completely understandable that he uh, wasn't, you know, really in the mood to record anything. But on the other hand, full raging Bergmeister would have been epic. No one wants to see that. <laughs> That would have we shut would have down blown, the. We yep. would have blown BTR's doors off, man. Yeah, the site would have gone down. Oh my God! <laughs> Woo! Yeah. So. Maybe it's best that we let that go. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyway, well, I'm glad you're uh, you're still around, Bergmeister. Yeah, that's that's nice to know. I'm glad. Uh, Glad your neighbor didn't try anything and you didn't have to, well, hurt him. <laughs> he didn't have to make him pay for it. <laughs> Although that phone call from the hospital would have been great. I can't believe Jesse didn't didn't just get in his face and say this. Why aren't you at church? Yes. That's where he needs to go. He's going to have that kind of attitude. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right then. So, all right. So there you go. Unless you have something else, Matt, and uh, that was uh, that was the witty banter portion of the show. Maybe not as witty as it has been in the past, and maybe not as bantery, but yeah. a little oh, angrier than usual. Yeah, yeah. Witty banter portion of the show. Brought to you by, who is it brought to you by? Amen and everyone. Today's Winnie Banner is brought to you by the great state of Alaska. Hey, all right. Our 49th state, as you know. Yep, way, 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 way up, way up there, top left of the map. Yeah. In fact, J-Man, it's good you mentioned that. Did you know, J-Man? Well, 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 before we do that, before we do that, before we do that, Matt, you know what it's time for. Hang on to your britches, boys and girls. It's time for an IWS Radio Super Happy Fun Fact. Yes. Had an extra monster today, J-Man. I'm a little hyped up. I'm a little hyped up. (laughs) A little pumped. Speaking of Alaska being way up there, did mm-hmm. you know, ladies and gentlemen, we were. the Aurora Borealis, also known as the Northern Lights, 
can be seen an average of 243 days a year in Fairbanks, Alaska. Shazam! Exactly. Did you know? I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't either. And did you, Jay and everyone, did you know that Alaska is less than 50 miles from Russia? Well, I knew it was very close. And that, you know, you could see Russia from a certain front porch. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did you know that while it is it is legal to shoot bears in Alaska, waking a sleeping bear for the purpose of taking a photograph is prohibited? You're a googly moogly. How about that? How about that? Had no idea? No. I don't I know really who wants to wake a sleeping bear. I wouldn't try that. And take a picture? No. I, mean, I, I wouldn't. I'm not the most adventurous guy, though, sometimes. Well. Maybe there's people out there who are into that kind of thing. Sure. Uh, the great state of Alaska accounts for 25% of the oil produced in the U.S., Ooh, nice. Sure. Nice. They get that. They get that. Uh, that check every year. The share of the That's right. You know. Yep. Like that you would get in a socialist state, sir. Yes. The great, the great land up north has more coastline than the rest of the United States combined. Fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. Yep. Did not know that. Yep. And here's one thing I found during my research, ladies and gentlemen. Alaska, as huge, and I mean as huge as it is, contains very little interesting facts. Very few. Very few interesting facts. Surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's not a lot going on up there. Well, uh, no. I remember I used to watch the uh, ice road truckers. That was kind of cool. Oh, for yeah. A while. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, you know, that's several years back. I don't even know if they still have the trucking shows. I know they stopped using Alaska, so. Yeah. I don't know. Do the Aleutian Islands belong to Alaska? Are they part of the state of Alaska, or are they just, you know, oh, they, they just yeah, exist? part of Alaska. Part of Alaska. Okay. Atu and Kiska, which were attacked, invaded in 1943 by the uh, Japanese. Oh. Part of an, uh, an elaborate ruse by the Japanese <laughs> to disguise their real target of Midway Island. Yes, which would have been 42, I guess, oh. so. Take that back. But we were Doc Ravage. We were, Doc uh, Ravage will have to correct me on the 1943. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the Americans were, uh, we were all over that man. We knew where they were going. They didn't fool yeah. us for a sec. Emmett yeah. was not falling for it. No way. Neither was Henry Ford. That's right. Or Charlton Heston, and you can imagine Charlton Heston. You know, you're not getting one over on him. Yes. Yeah. 
And, of course, the land. Hal Holbrook now. I think I could fool Hal Holbrook. I'm just saying. I don't know. He caught the leaky, <laughs> he caught the fake water, the water condenser thing. Broke up that Japanese code. But we digress, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we'll cover this on our show around December 7th. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> and, of course, Seward's Folly, as it's called, because who wants Alaska? was purchased by the United States following negotiations with the Russians with William Seward leading the team. And Alaska was purchased for two cents an acre. Bargain. American. Here's one. William William Seward, who, by the way, was uh, attacked and stabbed on the night of Abraham Lincoln's assassination. Oh, yes. Also. Mm-hmm. Well-known fact for people out there. Well, here's here's a little-known fact, and I'm going to leave the facts at this. Here's the most interesting thing about the great state of Alaska. Hope everyone's sitting down. Alaska is the only state name that you can type on one row of a keyboard. Boom! Wow. He's not lying. I'm looking at the keyboard right now. (laughs) Exactly. I checked that one out for you folks. Everybody listening is looking at their keyboard right now. Uh Uh-huh. There you go. That's pretty interesting. Well, all right then. Fascinating well, stuff. A, yeah, Shout and out. a handful, and real quickly, a handful of famous Alaskans, which there are a few. Our buddy Kurt Schilling, Jay, man, who you'll be hearing <laughs> from later. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I don't know how Kurt Schilling's doing on you know, Twitter anymore because he blocked me. But anyway, so shout out to Kurt. Kurt, yeah. Couple NBAers, Carlos Boozer and Trajan Langdon. Sure, all right. Langdon was born in Anchorage. Carlos Boozer in Juneau, and another professional athlete, and a good one, Mark Schlereth. Yeah, now with uh, ESPN. Yeah, played for the Broncos yes, and Redskins. Yeah. University of Idaho. Yeah. Of course, there's always Jewel. Right. Well, Jewel technically was born in Utah. Oh, was she? They got her listed. Yeah. I'm going to have to contact that website. Well, you know, she she lived in, in Alaska much of her growing yeah. up years, I guess. But she was born in Utah. <clears throat> much like Sarah Palin was actually born in Idaho, but moved to Alaska. But it, there's not a lot of, uh, speaking of uh, trivia about Alaska and people, there's not a lot of uh, musical acts from the state of Alaska either. <laughs> no, I'm sure there's not. But luckily for us, there is a group called Barefoot. 
And that's B-E-A-R foot because, you know, they're from Alaska where they got all those bears that you're not allowed to wake up when they're asleep. And uh, they have a a song called Tell Me a Story. Tell me a story of days gone by. I want to leave this earth above. Nothing but sorrow and pain I find. Tell me a story of days gone by. That was really good. Talented uh, group of folks, little uh, little uh, folk music kind of, you know, bluegrassy. Sure. Yeah. Little postmodern bluegrass or something. I don't know what you call it. Postmodern <laughs> illusion. Uh, yeah, yeah. Get the get the fiddle out. That's two weeks in a row where we've had music from the place known for their fiddlers. I'm going to have to tell Schmoop that I was wrong, because I always like to guess informally as to what song you're going to play for the state. You thought I was going for Jewel. You thought I was going for Jewel, didn't you? No, I didn't. I thought you were going to play Johnny Horton. (laughs) See, I tried to stay away from the obvious, like Jewel. Yeah, I know. You're clever that way, Damien. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like to dig deep. Dig deep. Yes, you do. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a good time. And shout out to all the folks listening in Alaska. I'm sure there's some <laughs> at least. Yep. Probably. Hopefully I don't know it's about um three forty six PM over there. In Alaska? Are they two hours behind the West Coast or one? It doesn't matter. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I used to have a friend in Alaska. Anyway. Back in the old Bagwine days. Oh, yeah? Years ago. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, did you ever watch that series on PBS about that old boy? He was a Vietnam vet and he came home and he just checked out of society. He went up there to Alaska and built a cabin. And just hmm. lived off the land. How about that? I can't remember the name his name now, but yeah, it's a fascinating series. I got hooked on it. it Why would anyone want to do that? Uh, you know, he just had enough. He just had enough. He didn't want to. The rat race wasn't for him anymore. Well, I've had enough this week, and I'm not moving to Alaska. It's cold enough here. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> oh God, I'm not moving to Alaska. Hell no. Unless Jewel asked me to come, you know. I would think about it. I'd have, she'd have to promise not to, you know, recite any poetry to me. Not hers, <laughs> at least. 
Yeah, not hers, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, well, things are just kind of trucking along on the presidential uh, election. Oh, yeah. Trump is uh, uh, running a uh, unconventional campaign, we might say. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. He... uh, he had a very busy day today on Twitter, uh, raging against the Speaker of the House, who was in the same party as him. All right. Yeah, that's a little weird. He uh, sure. yesterday announced, you know, the Trump campaign put out a statement saying they'd cut ties with the chairman of the Ohio Republican Party. Yes, <laughs> I heard that. Yeah, he said that that guy was just a little too... Uh, uh, he was. He was still. Uh, I guess he was upset still. You know, because he was all all in on John Kasich's failed campaign, uh-huh. something like that. And, That's okay. Yeah. Trump doesn't need to so follow anyway. So. No, not at all. So <laughs> things seem to be going uh, swimmingly for him. Sure. Uh, in fact, uh, Matt, I, I mentioned this to you the other day, but uh, we, you know, one of the big things for media outlets is to have. Uh, 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 forecasters, election forecasters, little prognosticators. Oh yeah, definitely uh, gotta have that. Build a little, uh, can build a computer model, and uh, put yep. all the polling number in, and maybe, uh, yep. uh, you know, add in a little uh, other stuff, you know, some demographics, uh, economic conditions, you know, uh-huh. stuff like uh-huh. that. Yeah. You know, and uh, so we we had to go get our own pollster to do that too, because we, you know, we're we're major media outlet. Of course. Uh, so. So, Who did we uh, end up you know, getting, Jay, man? Well, his name is uh, Mick Doris. Uh, you know, the f- Fox had Dick Morris, so we had to get a, uh, another one. We had Mick Doris, our computer yeah. expert, who uh, who built the computer model. And uh, all right, here's his first uh, here's his first computer model. That he finally ran after working on it for so long. Can't wait to hear it. Hello. Mick Doris here for IWS Radio and with less than a month to go before the election it's time for me to break out my exclusive IWS Radio proprietary presidential prognostication project. I have been working tirelessly all year developing my computer model so I can accurately predict the election. This election has been all over the place. Lots of ups and downs. Much like me before I got on Viagra. Hee hee hee. Now I'm able to stay up. Get it? Anyway, let's see how things currently look. If the election were held today, my model shows that Donald Trump would win a very narrow popular vote and a fairly sizable electoral victory. I have Trump at 44% and Hillary Clinton at 42% with Jill Stein at 15% and Gary Johnson at 8%. The Electoral College numbers look much better for Trump as he racks up 343 votes to Hillary's 225. Trump is helped immensely by his strength as traditional Republican states like Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and New York as well as upset wins in Alabama and Mississippi. Hillary is mostly confined to the usual West Coast states plus traditional Democratic states like Tennessee, Louisiana, Oklahoma, and Wyoming. Democrats have long been very strong in the Bible Belt and Plain states, 
but Trump is set to break through and possibly change the map permanently for the Republicans with big wins in Oklahoma and Idaho. For the U.S. Senate I have the Republicans picking up four seats with upset wins New York, Colorado, and two other states with the Democrats only flipping one state. That being Ohio. So, that's a net gain for the Republicans of six seats which will give them a 58-51 to 51 advantage in the Senate. In the House, expect the Democrats to pick up anywhere between 7 and 47 seats and the Republicans to hang on for about a 60-seat advantage in the next Congress. I know that uneducated morons like Nate Silver at 538 and several other prognosticators have Hillary comfortably ahead right now, but they are making a fatal error. They are overestimating the women vote. They seem to think women will make up a majority of the electorate and for some reason go heavily for Hillary. I just don't see it. Where are they getting this stuff? I think they're making it up. I'll be back to update everyone next week and we'll see where things stand eight days from now. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for IWS Radio. Yeah. So, <laughs> he may... Uh, he may have a couple of bugs in his uh, computer model. I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know. I can see Strickland coming back from 17 points down to overtake Rob mm-hmm. Portman mm-hmm. just at the last second. Yeah. And, yeah, and whoever that is that's running against Chuck Schubert in New York totally sure. has a chance. Yeah. In fact, J-Man, when I was at work Thursday night, um, WHIO, who I just have in the background while I'm there all day. They uh, at six o'clock that night they replayed a debate between Strickland and Kasich that was held earlier in the day. Then they said they'll have two more before the election. I'm thinking, why are you bothering? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one that uh, that cake is baked. You know how. <laughs> That one's pretty much done. The uh, Democrats have this uh, strange habit of recycling candidates. Yeah. And uh, I think maybe they should get over that. Which is Let's see what Hillary thinks. Of- Hillary, do you think they the Democrats should stop recycling candidates? <laughs> well, anyway. So anyway, it'll be another debate Wednesday night. Oh my gosh, yes. Yep. So Chris Chris Wallace of Fox News. Yep. Here to moderate. Do everything he can to help Trump along. Oh, I mean Hillary, of course. Of course. Yep, right. (laughs) Yeah. And of course, J-Man, she might excel because, as you know, as Donald Trump pointed out the other day, Hillary might be on performance-enhancing drugs. She might be. She might and be he on wants something. Yeah, he wants something done about that before this Wednesday's debate. Let's let's see what that might be. She's getting pumped up for Wednesday night. You know, <laughs> I don't know. 
Maybe we're like athletes, right? Hey, look, I beat 17 senators, governors. I beat all these people. We're like athletes. Hillary beat Bernie, although it looks like Bernie got a little bit of a bad deal based on WikiLeaks, right? If you look at WikiLeaks. But we're like athletes, right? Athletes, they're making them more and more, but athletes, they make them take a drug test, right? I think we should take a drug test prior to the debate. I do. I think we should. Why don't we do that? We should take a drug test prior, because I don't know what's going on with her, but at the beginning of her last debate, she was all pumped up at the beginning, and at the end, it was like, oh, take me down. She could barely reach her car. So I think we should take a drug test. I'm, anyway, I'm willing to do it. It's only words, and words are all I have to take your heart away. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> sure. Drug test, presidential candidates. Yep. Literacy test. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Civics test. Mm-hmm. Geography test. Mm-hmm. Oh, poor, you know, poor Gary Johnson. That would be very unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> Bring yeah, on all, all front. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he's Trump. He uh, he uh, just unassembled his teleprompters the other night. Did you see that? I did. Yeah, got out there and took his teleprompters apart. As someone put it, a Republican, a Republican, you know, strategist, whatever that means anymore. Everyone's a strategist on TV anymore. Uh But they were appalled because, ah, he's attacked Paul Ryan. He's attacked the media. He's attacked globalists. Now he's reduced to attacking teleprompters. And of course, now when he says globalist, he means Jews. I don't know if everybody quite. <laughs> and J Man, guess what? What? You know what we're attacking? We're attacking the top of the hour. Darn right we are. Hey, buddy, acapella, take us away. The music is atrocious, the lyrics are weak. Time for Jay and Matt's picks for worst song for the week. Hey! Right. Job, buddy. What do you got for us, Matt? Well, let me tell you, Jay, man. We'll get get into this topic um, after the good and bad songs. As you know, we're celebrating Dictionary Day today here on the IWS Radio Show, ladies and gentlemen. So, we are. We are. Here's a little song about said dictionary. Oh, the dick, dick, dictionary is very necessary. 
scary with the dick dick dictionary you'll see yes you really see that it's extraordinary how the dick dick dictionary fills your vocabulary a to z look inside if you've a mind to learn the answers first it's the perfect book you'll find to quench your mental thirst all of the dick dick dictionary is very necessary try the dick dick dictionary you'll see any word that you can cook up you can look up pick the book up the dick 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 dictionary Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Dick, dick, dick. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. You able to no, sing that song without that. breaking up? Yeah. I could, I could not sing that song without laughing, but, you know. Yeah. I guess maybe she's more mature than I was that. I laughed even more about 11.30 last night when I had a few drinks in me. <laughs> 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 hey, Scoop, listen to this. Great. <laughs> she said, dick, dick, dick. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> very unfortunate that uh-huh. we lost a couple guests on that song. Oh, very hurtful. Oh, oh no. Um, no. And there are guests come back in. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, who was that? Do you know who that was? I have no idea. But mature. you're going to hear more of a more of her um, of her and her counterpart here in a little bit. Okay then. Well, oh, but before yeah. that. Um, you know, <clears throat> uh, writers use dictionaries all the time. Sure. They're looking for good words, fancy mm-hmm. words to use. Well, some writers do. Some writers keep it very simple. They use simple words and short sentences. And, yeah, I mean, well, they're kind of a hack. Yes. But uh, they also drink a lot. And then crappy country music singers do songs about them. So, here is Kenny Chesney with Hemingway's Whiskey. <laughs> oh, my God. Hemingway's Whiskey, warm and smooth and me. Even when it burns, it'll always finish clean. You didn't like it watered down. He took it straight up and neat. If it was bad enough for him. Bad enough for me Hemingway's whiskey Oh, it's tough out there Good muse is hard to find Living one word to the next One line at a time there's more to life than whiskey There's more to words than rhyme Sometimes nothing works Sometimes nothing shines Like Hemingway's whiskey That is really bad. That is awful. <laughs> awful. Yeah. Well, you know, it did Hemingway justice, though. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, did he proud, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Short little sentences, simple little words. Sure. <laughs> Dick, go in. Dick, feel good. <laughs> oh, boy. 
I drink whiskey. Whiskey tastes good. Uh-huh. Whiskey burn. Oh uh-huh. my God. Well, as far as good music this week, J Man, we're talking about words. And I had to get this guy in. He was a wordsmith, or I shouldn't say was. He is. And uh, he just became a Nobel laureate, J-Man. Oh, did he? Yes, he did. One, Mr. Bob Dylan. And let me tell you, it's hard to get a recording of him actually doing this on YouTube. And this comes off of a TV show from 1964. Take it away, Mr. Dylan. Come gather round, people, wherever you roam. And admit the waters around you have grown. And accept it that if he drenched his abode. If your time to you is worth saving, then you better start swimming or you'll sink like a stone. For the times they are changing. He prophesies with your pen And keep your eyes wide The chance won't come again And don't speak too soon But the wheel's still in spin And there's no telling who that his name is For the loser now will be laid out a win For the times they are changing I'm Senator's Congressman D.T. the call Nobel Laureate, Bob Dylan. Much better writer than I was a little surprised Hemming. to see that. Yeah, yeah, well. I'm still kind of surprised to see that. That kind of came out of nowhere. I know. Not that I'm a Nobel expert or anything. No. <laughs> yeah, and I like the fact that was from 1964. You could still understand old Bob. You can understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, my good song really. Well, I was just going to say, he might be writing great stuff now, you just wouldn't know. (laughs) Right. So, for uh, my good song, I had to go back to uh, the late 80s, I don't know, 86, 88, something like that. And a band out of California that has a name of a foreign country. And it really doesn't have anything to do with words other than they keep saying no more words. (laughs) Uh Here's here's Berlin. Oh, yeah.
kind of an abrupt end? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I like Berlin. <laughs> oh, yeah. A little, a little hot Terry Nunn action for you on a Sunday night. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? All right, so there we go. And uh, in case anybody's wondering, Indianapolis is leading Houston three to nothing, and they are driving again. Oh boy! Inside the fifteen-yard line. Of course, I have Houston in this game, so I can't remember who for that. I may have taken Houston. I don't know. I didn't have a lot of time. I did it. I was even talking to Jamie Maple Leaf. I think it was about ten o'clock this morning. Oh shit! Might want to make your pick. Right. And, by the way, and I'm sure you'll remember this for the whole week, but next Sunday is another London game. So. Oh, God. Thank you. Thank you, J-Man. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, J-Man, as I pointed out, it doesn't matter if I pick Thursday's game or not. When I do remember <laughs> to pick it, it's wrong. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, uh, the good news is that uh, – uh, Big Dick's halfway in is now no way in, and apparently he uh, made no picks this week. So, oh good, I won't finish last. So, so, so I won't finish last exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I'll be that much further ahead of him than I was. Maybe you know six eight <laughs> games ahead as always, but uh, <laughs> you know it adds up over time. Oh sure. <laughs> Well, J-Man, as you know. He's one of those people who gets behind and then he just quits and then pretends, well, I stopped doing it because I was too busy. Yeah, I stopped doing it. Oh, yeah. 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 J-Man, today you and I are celebrating Dictionary Day here on IWS Radio. Dictionary Day. Yes, we are. Some people, not our audience, but some people who may come across this show might not even know what a dictionary is. I'm sure. It might be, it might be something foreign to them. So uh, let's check in with Dictionary Guy and have him, have him explain it to us. After the cavemen learned to use their voices, they learned how to talk to each other. They gave names to different things. And those names were the first words ever used. As time went on, words went on, and on, and on, and on. And today, we have so many words to choose from that the only way we can keep track of them is in a dictionary. The dictionary is a big book, and it does a very big job. There you go. Thank you, Mr. Dictionary. Yeah. So don't uh, don't criticize the dictionary. It has a big job to do. It does Doing the have best a big can. job. And we're going to hear hear from Mister Dictionary with lesson number two a little later. Okay. He's got a big finish. A big finish. Yeah. Well, of course, you know nobody carries a dictionary anymore because they got their 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 phone and their tablet and their sure. laptop. And, they just Google. They just Google words to learn how yeah. to you know, 
Hang on. How do I spell serendipitous? I'll look that up real quick. <laughs> Type in S E R E N, and then it gives you a bunch of options. And you go, there it is. Uh huh. Serendipitous. That's one of my favorite words, by the way. Serendipitous, serendipity. Yeah. I like that word. I like that word. Rolls right off like the top. It does. I got it on my little list of words here. That's why I used it. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, when I was in school, when I was in like grade school, junior high, whatever, we had to have a little dictionary mm-hmm. so that we could look stuff up if we needed to. I don't think I ever did, but I had one. It's kind of yeah, weird to turn in a paper with a with a lot of words misspelled, even though I had a dictionary right there. <laughs> yeah, so much half. So much effort. <laughs> right. Why do I have to spell it right? You know what I mean. Come on. And not only that, you'll correct it. You'll show me how it's spelled. <laughs> I don't need to look it up. I'm just giving you job security, Teach. That's right. It would be boring if we all, you know, spelled everything correctly all the time, Teacher. From the time I was eight or nine years old, there was a dictionary in our bathroom at the house because I deemed it so, and I would read it when I went to the bathroom. <laughs> was the dictionary more interesting than Beverage World? <laughs> oh, God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and back then, on the big old dictionaries, they were, they contained the etymology and all that from where the word came from and all that. I like that. You couldn't find that late in later years. They would just skip over that, which is half mm. the fun, finding out where the word came from. Oh, yeah. Boy. Yeah. That's why people struggle with the word origins category on Jeopardy now. See, it, it has a, a trickle-down effect. It does have a trickle-down effect. <laughs> but you said something really <laughs> funny right now. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, boy, did you. What did I say? Uh, trickle-down. Uh, I'll get a hold of you Twitter <laughs> on Twitter later. <laughs> <laughs> You and Jamie might know what was going on then when you said that. Anywho, um, I'm a big crossword puzzle fan. Still do crossword puzzles. I love words. And what is the word I'm a for wor- a, uh, a person who does crossword puzzles? What is the word? Yeah. Well, I have no idea. Oh, me neither. But I remember seeing it not too long ago. Crossword of file. There you go. <laughs> we'll go with that. You know who else likes words, mm-hmm. J-Man? Who? guy on your dick. Really? Now there's a wordsmith. That boy has got the vocabulary of a thesaurus in his head. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm going to write that down. Anyway, hey, guy. (laughs) (laughs) 
favorite word, guy. Jai, Matt Man, guy on your dick here, coming to you live from the gorgeous and gregarious land of Ecuador. Why am I in Ecuador, you ask? I've no idea, but here I am, and I'm living la vida loco, live from the commodious quarters here at the Casa Joaquin Boutique Hotel in the Ecuadorian capital of Quito. I recently received your magnanimous memo asking for my favorite word for this Sunday show and a wistful wish for me to record something along those lines. So, as I lively lie here with an Ecuadorian Aphrodite, I am Team IWS first, and shall pass on to you and our fans my favorite word. My favorite word, ladies and gentlemen, is fuck. I know, <laughs> as rich, robust, and regal as my vocabulary is at times, my favorite and go-to word is indeed fuck. The word fuck is one of the most diverse words in the English language. In various forms, it can be an adjective such as, look at that fucking idiot. It can be a verbal command such as, fuck that. Or, as I heard years ago from a nubile Andorran nymphette say to me in noun form, Guy, you are a stupid fucker. The word is transcendent beyond versatile and visceral. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, my favorite word ever. And with that being said, I wish you all a cornucopia of cacophonous fun on this Sunday night. And for now, this is Guy on your dick, tossing it back to you guys in the studio. There you go. Go figure. I would never thought of that coming from. Yeah, I, I was a little surprised. And I was. Hey, you know what we should do? Probably open up the phone lines. I think so. Why not? On the Lexicon Hotline at 661-244-9852. Call in, let us know what your favorite words are, what your least favorite words are, whatever's on your mind. Yeah, tell us what what words would you use to describe IWS radio. Oh, boy. (laughs) You had to go there, didn't you, J-Man? Uh-huh. Boy. <clears throat> yeah. I would describe I like it as made up words. I- iconic. Oh, I love to make up my own words. Right. I like uh well like see I would describe IWS radio as awesome amazing. Awesome amazing, yes it is. Right. It's a combination of awesome and amazing. 
that's a good word. Sure. Yeah. No, I mean, anybody who doesn't like IWS, IWS radio is probably a funt. <laughs> yes, probably so. That's a <laughs> fucking cunt. If you're anyone that's wondering, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, you know, words like that. Oh, um, oh also yeah. be sure to call us up if you've been if you've been grumped. Call us up. That's uh-huh. uh gro- groped by Donald Trump. If you've uh-huh. been grumped, call us up. <laughs> well the other night at the beer mines, eh man, I coughed and farted at the same time. And I chuckled like a twelve year old because I said to myself, I just carted. Just carted, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I like to. You can. Uh, if I can read my writing here, column boosting. That's. Uh, you take a a word and you put another word in the middle of it, and that is absolutely hilarious when people do that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And let's see what. Oh, I, I suffer from uh, destiny, destinesia. Yes. You know what that is? No, I don't. That's when you you get up and you go into another room and you can't remember why you went there. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> yes. A nonversation. That's when, that's when two people have a completely inane talk uh-huh. and they conversation that they uh, accomplish nothing with, a non-conversation. Uh-huh. I don't that'll know anybody like that. Here. <laughs> no, that'll probably happen here as, it, as every night at about ten oh eight. What? Kidding, of course. <laughs> oh, you know what word I like, Jamie. What word? That dude is Kurt Schilling. It's one word. Oh, yeah. Listen to him. He's Kurt Schilling. (laughs) Just like he did this week. (laughs) Just like he did this week with the lovely Trish Regan of Fox Business Next Network. When um, she was asking Mr. Schilling about one Donald Trump saying to a Miss Teen pageant person I'll be dating you in 10 years let's see what this dude was doing while he was Kurt Schilling the conversation that you, the conversation you're having about the, uh, the things he said about the 10 year old girl to yeah. me is the very at the very heart of why this is a problem how many times and I, I have three boys and a daughter how many times have you looked at a young man and said wow is he going to be he's a beautiful young man wow he's a gorgeous young man and that man was 12 13 14 15 or he's a beautiful yeah no that's a lot you, there's no way you haven't seen a young somebody else's son and said wow he's beautiful wow i mean and thought, it's, i'm going to be watched, dating him in te- no no Sorry. no no but that's no one on, on this one but, no, I'm not on my own on this one because I have boys. My youngest son is a gorgeous young man, and I've heard women say, wow, he's a beautiful young boy. 
to jump to the point where you're you're insinuating like something like pedophilia or a molestation is where you're going with this because he's joking about well when she gets older I'm going to date her I mean how do you get from there to being revolted and disgusted Yeah you know I, I don't look at a young boy and say in 10 years I'm going to date him uh, Well I, we don't you, I, you don't I actively don't. look and, for that and I think that would be pretty sad if I did Well I mean I think it says so you more tell about me you, you see than a 10 year old girl him. and think okay. That says more about Trish Regan than uh Right. Than it, yeah. What a weirdo she is that she doesn't exactly. look at ten year old boys and think about dating them and uh, kinda of weirdo is she. Yeah, which is like uh, similar Trump. to uh um Ben Carson said something similar to uh Oh god. Uh on C N N when uh that uh, Brooke, I can't remember her last name, said that uh that you know, that locker room talk. Was right. it, you know, it's not just locker room talk. I've never heard, I don't know men who talk like that. And he said, well, maybe that's the problem. Maybe you're just not around enough of it. Like, no, no, it's not a problem to not be around that. <laughs> ben Carson was also oh, your fault. Shining, shining bright again on Friday, I think it was, on Morning Joe on MSNBC when Caddy Kay of the BBC asked him if uh, he thought the uh, – People coming forward were lying about the sexual assaults and whatever. He said, it doesn't matter. Right. Doesn't matter if they were lying or not. And then he said, and she's trying to get a straight answer, and so is Joe Scarborough. And Ben Carson said, to, could someone shut off their mic so he could talk? <laughs> 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 and, of course, Joe Scarborough thinks it's very suspect that all this would come out now. Well, yeah. When's it supposed to come out? After the election? Exactly. (laughs) What's suspect about that? You gotta know that. I'd be waiting myself if I had that info. I I know. Exactly. I mean, you know, know, what's suspect (laughs) is why none of the Republicans were able to dig up any of this stuff. Exactly. A year ago. So that they wouldn't have to be dealing with him now. But I tell you what, Donald Trump has had a very profound effect on a member of our our staff. Oh boy! Our very own Drew Peacock. Oh God! Oh God! Is yeah, well, he's he just he wonders if maybe he's too much like Donald Trump. <laughs> well, he never realized it, uh-huh. and he's. No, he's 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 uh he's thinking these things through. Well, he's thinking it out loud, in fact. Oh boy, I wish so he here's, wouldn't. Uh, here's here's Drew. Oh yeah, sorry. Here you <laughs> go. Take it away, Drew. <laughs> oh yeah, baby. Drew Peacock here for the sensual sign. IWS Radio. Oh, you know. I was thinking about Donald Trump and his scandal this week, and I surprised myself by getting all introspective. Oh, women love men who are introspective, because it shows they're willing to change. Oh, yeah, baby, chicks love dudes who will change. Oh, yeah. I'm willing to change, baby. Give me a chance. 
Christian Americans, this is Mike Huckabee, and when I'm not busy letting rapists out of prison so they can go and rape and kill again, and defending child molesters, I'm listening to IWS Radio the way God wanted me to. (laughs) So, anyway, so the new non-sexist Drew Peacock, apparently. Creepy in itself. I know. He may. uh, (laughs) I don't know. May have to fire him or something. (laughs) I think we can turn him back to the old ways. (laughs) He may backslide a little here and there. I'll call Puddles. I'll get her on the case, so to speak. So what are some of your favorite words, Matt? Placid. I like that word. Placid. Not flaccid. Placid. Mm-hmm. Not because it is. It even sounds calm and easy, doesn't it? Placid. It sounds very much like what it is, yeah. Yeah. You know, another On word that hand, sounds... Another word that sounds very much like what it is is elegant. But it's elegant. Yeah. Elegance. It's an elegant word. Yeah. On the other hand, Jamie, I like the word, even though its definition is discordant. Cacophonous. Cacophonous. It's fun to say. Cacophonous. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Good words. Yeah, obsequious. I like that word. Nice. Which, by definition, is kiss ass. See, it's more fun to say. You know, that's that's how you make fun of someone. You don't call them a kiss ass. You just no. say, "You are so obsequious," and you got to laugh while you're doing it. You yeah. are so. And they'll laugh with you. <laughs> That's the best part of having a decent vocabulary. You can make fun of people and they don't even know it. I like that. Right. It's fun. <laughs> make fun of them on Twitter and they have to go to Google and find out what you just called them. Exactly. Sure. And they go, hey, man. That's not right. <laughs> That's hurtful. Mm-hmm. I like kerfuffle. I like that word. <laughs> I did until earlier this year. It was back in the primary. You, Something happened. I couldn't you, remember. You, you gave up. You gave up kerfuffle. Kerfuffle. Oh God! I heard it like six times a day on all the morning news shows. Oh, well, that's oh. what you get for watching the morning news shows. See, I don't watch any of that garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, and if I hear the word bass one more time, he's playing to the bass. She's playing to the bass. Shut up about your bass. Ah, hate that bass. word now. And that's enough of the ah. doubling down. Doubling that's down, that yeah, that's another one. Ah. Whew. Good Lord. And quit trying to obfuscate. Yep, that used to be a good word. Thanks a lot, people. Yeah. Oh, here's another one, Jay, over, man. At least they haven't ruined nefarious yet. I love that word. Rigged. If I hear the word rigged one more time. Right, right. Oh, he could tweet that something nefarious is going on instead of saying it's rigged. Yeah, that would be okay. Nice change of pace. You know what Petrichor is? Petrichor. Yeah. P-E-T-R-I-C-H-O-R. No, I don't. I really thought I thought you would know this, being the weather geek that you are. I thought you'd oh, jump no. right on it. Oh, it is the uh, uh, it's the pleasant smell after a rain when you haven't had rain in a long time. It's the rain stirs up the grass and the flowers and like, huh. stuff. I was going to say it was something that was old, which is, as you said, post rain, just because of the yeah. first. Two syllables, Petra, Petra. So it's like petrified yeah. and Petra, yeah. Oh, sure. Nothing like taking three years of Latin. Boy, you can figure out <laughs> almost any word. Or get close. Yeah. All right. See, we're just rolling along here, people. 
Tell us we that. Are. Share some words with us. I know yeah, that a lot of you people out there are ultra crepid. Oh God, it's a tough word to say. <laughs> ultra crepidarians. That's people who like to give advice outside their area of expertise. <laughs> oh God, there's tons of those on the internet. <laughs> So, you know, call us up and pretend that, pretend that you know this stuff. Mm-hmm. Get your thesaurus out. Yeah. Or go to thesaurus.com if you have to. Sure. <laughs> I'll tell you what, J-Man. Someone's probably not having a good time as we speak, you know, as she's tending the deli. And not here in the live studio audience. She's not a big fan of the English language. Mm-hmm. In fact, some words she truly hates. Wow. And that would be the schmoopster. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Tell us, yeah, yeah. Tell us what your problem is there, Schmoop. Hi all, Schmoop here. You know, Schmoop the official and adorable deli queen of the IWS radio show. And let me tell you, I am glad that Jay and Matt are talking about words, because there are some words out there that need to be stricken from the English language. Top of my list, moist! Oh dear God, I hate that word. It just sounds freaking icky, especially if it's used to describe a person's private parts. Next, panties. Hey, ladies! And those of you less than ladies, they're called underwear. Or if you're a whore, funderwear. Another a couple of words that I hate, disenfranchised and slacks and or trousers. Listen, folks, if someone is disenfranchising you from voting or anything else, it's because you use the word slacks and or trousers. They're called pants! To continue, I don't like the word cuddle. Because that is creepy. No, not just the word, but the very act of cuddling. Once the sexual act is over, it's over! Now go to sleep! Or walk away and make yourself a sandwich for God's sake. I also hate the words gluten. Nasty. Uber, stupid. The word gelatinous, squiggly and awful. And the words fungal and sample. Why do I hate all of these words, you ask? Allow me to put them all into a sentence. As I am manning the deli, a disenfranchised chick with moist panties walks up alongside of her brother-husband, who is wearing trousers, and asks me if she could sample some cheese that is gluten-free, yet neither uber-fungal nor gelatinous as well. Uh Uh-huh. Welcome to my world. I hate the English language. In fact, I wish we could all just speak sign language. For IWS Radio, this has been the official... An adorable deli queen. Shoop. 
Good to get so upset about just words. No, oh, she really needs to relax. Someone needs to assuage her anger. Yeah. I'm not the one to do that, but someone could. <laughs> <laughs> ah, anyway. You know, if we had a blog, we could, you know, we could use all these fancy words while writing stuff. We do, (laughs) J-Man. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Don't you remember? Yeah. We did have a blog. Sure. Maybe, uh, maybe that's what I'll, maybe I'll start writing on the blog again. Jesus Christ. Just don't even go there. Don't even try it. Don't even feign it. Yeah. I mean, if anybody out there would like to. <laughs> right on the blog. They're more than welcome to. Right on the blog. Yeah. Hey. Somebody's wandered into the chat room. Who's that? Oh, oh, my God. Wine Bob is here. Oh, yeah. I have no idea when he... Uh... He just came in, to, he came so in at the now? last 15 minutes of the show or whatnot to get a little shout-out for his show coming up at 11. All right, pal. Here we go. Take it away. B-U-M-W-I-N-E-B-O-B-C-A-T. Meow. Yes. You're gonna have to come up with a word to describe who shows up in the last 20 minutes of someone else's show, just so that you can say, "Oh, everybody, go to BlogTalkRadio.com/slash/BumWineBob. He has Kevin M. Thomas on tonight, coming up at 11 p.m. Eastern." Yeah. I know what the word for that is. Jerk. Oh, boy. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, check out Bumwine Bob at 11 p.m. on the Blog Talk Radio Network. <laughs> yes, Kevin M. Thomas on tonight, so check it out. Oh, well, that's right. Apparently, he's the uh, of the Internet. Of the internet is yeah the uh, entertainers uh, well I guess Kevin M Thomas is an entertainer but not the same kind of entertainer he's uh, very pleasant and sweet and thoughtful things that he's at on I'm sure oh boy oh God right. guess who's back guess who's back J man. Who? Dictionary man. 
Each and every word in the dictionary is arranged alphabetically, you know, in ABC order, to help you find the word you're looking for. Looking for the meaning of provisionary? Turn to the page with the words that start with the letter P. Constabulary? What does that mean? Look it up under C. Tributary? You'll find that under T. Why, the dictionary is so well organized, it even has the word dictionary in it. Look for it under the letter D. Imaginary or contrary, any old word you've seen. Estuary, dromedary, find out what they mean. Oh, the dick, dick, dictionary is very necessary. Try the dick, dick, dictionary, you'll see. Any word that you can cook up, you can look up, pick the book up. The dick, 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 dick. Dictionary. Yes. Excellent job, dictionary folks. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I lied at the show this week. <laughs> you can't get that kind of entertainment anywhere. Just anywhere. No. And, check this out, man. Oh, I'm I'm ready to check it out. This has been my uh, my menu for this week, the last five days or so. I had uh, okay. cheeseburgers. Okay. Chicken tenders, twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> chicken tenders, two times. Pizza. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. French dip sandwich. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so you know, obviously, I'm on this health food kick. Hell, <laughs> oh, I know you are. It's <laughs> kind of rolling along this week. Sure. Yep. Got a lot of love on Facebook for the chicken tender post, though. So. so that's yeah. good. That's well, one person did one person did whine that I didn't have anything there to dip the chicken tenders in, but that's always that's going to happen. Yeah. <sighs> it's going to happen from time to time. Why can't people let? Yeah, never mind. I screwed it up. Free to be you and me. I was I was getting free to be you and me into that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they can't just let me enjoy my chicken tenders. Exactly, and enjoy them the way you are. want to. For God's sake. A little bit spicy. Yeah. Don't need to dip them in your sauce or your barbecue sauce. A one or whatever the hell you use. Yeah, I don't even need to dip them in. Yeah, or dip them into your mom. (laughs) (laughs) Worcestershire. What's this here sauce? sauce? There you go. What's this here sauce? Exactly. Soy sauce. Ugh. Ugh. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. I got one last one here, J-Man, and <laughs> I just got to play it because we make fun 
make a lot of fun of Donald Trump. But the man is we a did. wordsmith. He is a wordsmith. He has command of the English language. Especially in that genre of stream of consciousness type of language. Here's Donald Trump the other day talking about President Obama. Obama is an incompetent. He's an incompetent president. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's out campaigning all day long. He's talking about me like he knows me. I don't know him. He doesn't know me. And why doesn't some woman maybe come up and say what they say falsely about me? They could say it about him. They could say it about anybody. They could say it about anybody. It's only words and words are all I have to take your heart away. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. <laughs> he just lets it roll, Jay, man. Yeah. Yeah. Some woman could come forward and just say the same stuff. <laughs> Make it all up. But you know why they don't? Because he doesn't force himself on women? <laughs> Well, that and the media won't let them. Oh, sure. <laughs> I'm sure the phone's just ringing off the hook at the Washington Post. Oh, they yeah. Trying to claim that Obama forced himself. They're like, we don't want to hear about it, lady. Click. He going. would never do that. Michelle would kick his ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, she, uh, yeah, wouldn't want to be wouldn't wouldn't want to make her angry. No. Well, maybe I would. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <clears throat> and next weekend, next weekend, next Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, Jay and I will be discussing flotus sex. So <laughs> prepared for that. No, that would be offensive. We're not we're not the offensive type. No, we're not. Yeah. Oh, I, no, next Sunday is uh, National Talk Show Day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. We could just talk about our talk show. Well, just, yeah, and talk about other people's talk shows. Yeah. In a good Ooh. way, of course. Would be nice. Of course. Then we could talk about our talk show in terms of how no one calls in to talk to us. That'd be that'd be awesome. Yeah. Like you, you know, talk shows need talkers. Well, it's helpful. Call in and talk. Sure, yeah. you and I can talk, but I mean, it only gets you so far. Right. We do a lot of talking. How about other people sure. do some talking? Yeah. Maybe other people want to talk about other things. We won't know if they don't no. call in and talk. Exactly. How many people start listening? They go, "Oh, I don't, I don't want to talk about that," and they <laughs> stop listening. Yeah. Just call in. When all they stop have listening. to do is call in and talk. Yeah. Well. All right. Tell us what to talk about. We're easy. Sure. 
Brown Beasley never had a problem with that. No. He just, he just called right in. Sure. Started talking. Started talking and didn't stop. <laughs> never stopped. <laughs> Cranked up the TV in the background. Yeah. Uh-huh. papers around. Sure. Paige, Paige Weeks used to call us. She had no problem just calling up and talking and crunching on Cheetos. Cheetos, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. You don't get the colors you want, you get the colors you deserve. <laughs> I guess <Yeah>. so. <laughs> That's our motto. <laughs> uh-huh. Now all those people out there, oh, I don't call in, you'll probably make fun of me. that whatsoever there's two pair of gentle hands ladies and gentlemen on the other end of this <laughs> oh yeah we are your friend we are and if we're not we'd like to be your friend mm-hmm. right. and also we wonder are you having fun do you enjoy this <laughs> exactly So, sure. Anyway, there we go. Third and final debate on Wednesday night. Yes. I'll be watching something else. I'm going to be watching it on Twitter. It's always more fun to watch it on Twitter. Yeah. I think maybe there's a college football game on ESPN or hockey. Oh, hockey season starts, so. It started, oh, so there's boy. that. I didn't know they still played That's hockey. Exciting hockey action. Maybe a little NBA preseason game or something going oh, on. Oh, boy. Good Lord. All of it's better than the debate. All of it's better than the debate. No, not on Twitter. That's good stuff, man. you got a lot of experts on Twitter. I like to get their insight. He sucks. She sucks. <laughs> I mean, what more do you need? Yeah, it's a criminal. <laughs> of course, with my luck, something time. will happen. Something will happen to little Bill on Wednesday, and I'll have to work till nine that day too. Sons of bitches! Oh my god! Yeah, ruin <sighs> show prep. And ruin show prep. God, it's already we got Not show there. prep. Keeping Jamie up late. I know. Oh, I forgot about this. I just found this out today. Um, On Wednesday, this Wednesday, October, October, October 19th, this Wednesday, day, day, day. (laughs) Guess who's coming to Bagwine, Ohio, J-Man? Who? It's going to be very exciting. Tim Kaine. Woo! Hey, Mr. Excitement himself. I hope he, bring, hope he brings his exactly. harmonica. Uh-huh. And his sunglasses. He'll be looking cool. Yeah. All right, then. Uh, yeah, very excited. Yeah. Probably draw a big crowd. <laughs> yeah, probably so. Everybody all 
worked up, ready to get out there and vote in that early voting? Yeah. All right, then. Well, it's time to close this bad boy out, Matt. All right. All right. So we're going to leave you here, folks, with uh, pretty good music. You may have heard of this guy. He just won a Nobel Prize for Literature. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) So this is Bob Dylan. Nobel Laureate with Mr. Tambourine Man. Yeah, right. (laughs) At least it's a different song. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me. I'm not sleepy and there is no place I'm going to. Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me. In the jingle jangle morning, I'll come following you. Though I know that evening's empire is returned into sand, vanished from my hand, left me blindly here to stand, but still not sleeping. My weariness amazes me, I'm branded on my feet. I have no one to meet And the ancient empty streets Too dead for dreaming Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man Play a song for me I'm not sleepy And there is no place I'm going to Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man Play a song for me In the jingle jangle morning I'll come following Take me on a trip upon your magic swirling ship My senses have been stripped My hands can't feel the grip My toes too numb to step Wait only for my boot heels to be wandering I'm ready to go anywhere I'm ready for to fade Into my own parade Cast your dancing spell my way I promise to go under it Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me I'm not sleepy and there is no place I'm going to Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me In the jingle jangle morning, I'll come follow Boom. Nailed it. Nailed it. The song ended right at the <laughs> right time. Excellent. Yeah. We planned that, folks. All right. If you're listening to sure. Well, that's what professionals do. Well, right sure. There. Yeah. All righty, then. All right, then. Another great show, Jay Man. Okay. There we go. All right. Thanks, well, everyone, for listening. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening. And, J-Man, I'll see you back here next Sunday on Talk Show. Right. In prime time. In, in prime right, time. In on prime freaking time. That's right. God. Hopefully I, have my, <laughs> hopefully I have my bicycle by then. Yeah, that'd be cool. 
right. Talk to you later. All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening.